0: Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Salerson.
1: Welcome into the best of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson. Last night the Saints finished their second preseason game and still have two more to go. With both of those games being on the road against the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. We have a great show for you today as we will catch you up on some of the best interviews from the week that was, and you will hear from Fox 8's Jen Hale, Saints wide receiver Kenny Stills, and coming up next, you'll hear from the legendary Jerry Romig, who announces his final Saints game Friday night, capping off an incredible 44-year career. Don't forget, besides Pelicans.com and New Saints.com, you can listen to any show for free on iTunes. Just search Black and Blue Report. Don't go anywhere when we come back. Sean Kelly talks with the Saints' legendary public address announcer, Jerry Romick. You're listening to the best of the Black and Blue Report.
2: What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region? including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves, that U S news and world report ranks Auctioner medical centers, heart program among the nation's very best, or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home. Actually the most important thing to say is
3: your results are back. Everything looks great.
2: Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1 866 Auctioner. That's O C H S N E R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raisin Canes in Kenner. To describe
4: a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Cane's is fans' best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers made fresh daily cane sauce and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Touchdown Saints! Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. (laughs)
5: The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today.
0: Get geared up for the big game and wear what the team wears. Visit the Saints Team Store at Gate B on the plaza level of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Welcome back to
1: the best of the Black and Blue Report. Producer Dan here as Sean Kelly takes the weekend off. Friday night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, longtime public address announcer Jerry Romig announced his last game. Friday's game marked Jerry's 446th game as announcer as he has never missed a home game. Through last week's preseason win over Kansas City, he has made thousands of his trademark calls, including 1,014 touchdown Saints, 1,352 it's good calls for field goals and extra points, and 4,157 first-down Saints calls. In addition to Saints games, Jerry has announced four Super Bowl games in New Orleans, as well as every Sugar Bowl and BCS contest. On Wednesday, Sean Kelly caught up with Jerry and his son, who will replace Jerry, starting opening day against the Falcons.
6: Sean? The Romigs are here today, of course. Mr. Jerry, his son, Mark, as the news came out yesterday, joyous news that uh, we're going to celebrate the career of Jerry Romig, and his time as not only the voice of the Saints, but the voice of the Superdome itself, because over the last 44-plus years now, it's not just Saints games, it's BCS title games. It's Super Bowl. It is all kinds of different events, and and Mr. Jerry, first of all, it's an honor to get to meet you. Bingo and, and, and uh, yeah, That's yeah. right, that's right, <laughs> and, and get to speak to you today as, 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 we, uh, as we start to celebrate what will be a, a very, I'm sure, a great and emotional night on Friday night.
3: Yeah, it, it, no doubt about it. Uh, probably tears. Is that right, honey? But no <laughs> yeah. I think she already
6: said you'd, be, you'd, you'd shed one or two probably on Friday, but yeah. but Jerry, I think that's part of what your charm has been in that building, because I know there have been moments where you have become somewhat emotional, and I think that's yeah. a part of the um, the story here.
3: Yeah, it's it it, it it has been such a great honor, to, really. I mean, I I have been singularly honored by the leadership of, of this community, by the leadership of the Superdome from the start to have been the voice of the stadium uh, inside inside the stadium. Uh, be the be the play-by-play to be the uh, voice uh, of football and um and I've enjoyed every moment of it uh, and, and there have been some great moments uh, from from the very beginning and uh, that's that that is a re- remarkable place and and it's it's and it's really it's j- in a sense it's just beginning so yeah. to speak you know it gets better every day it's bigger every day and uh I'm gonna miss it, no doubt about it.
6: Saints fans are gonna miss you too. Yeah. This run started outside though, and at an old two-lane Stadium. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so I'm curious as, as you were starting to build those memories outside, yeah. when you came inside that building, the Superdome yeah. for the first time, what, what, what was it like to hear your voice echo through this mm-hmm. new landmark in the city?
3: Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, it, it it was so well built that the, and and the sound system was extremely uh, well constructed well designed the uh, uh, Dave Dixon uh, and his people uh, did such a wonderful job in uh, from start to finish in designing sound uh, seating everything about the place was first class they didn't spare. They didn't spare a buck. They didn't spare a, a, a selection of the finest people, and, uh, and put, put that in putting that stadium together.
6: The signature calls we all know them. Yeah. The first down saints, <laughs> and the others. How did they come to be? Mm. Did you stumble upon them? Did you plan them out? Well, no. Where did it all start? It, it just
3: <laughs> it was. It, it's it started. Uh, it started uh one day one game at a time uh, and i uh, you know i enjoyed creating it first down, <laughs> and, and uh first that and uh and uh, and a few other things that i said some things i shouldn't have said <laughs> and uh but uh, there were, there have been so many moments you know and uh, and uh I hope that uh, I should have, I guess I should have, some occasions I should have made some some records, uh, recordings of what, what I've been doing over the, over the years and didn't. But um, it's been fun, I can tell you that it has been fun.
6: I think the recordings are found in the memories of Saints fans. One thing I think that we've now enjoyed in this city is what I like to call generational fans. Uh-huh. I grew up in a city where... Cardinal baseball is a generational experience here now in New Orleans we've now reached that point where fathers have taken their sons to the same games that their fathers took them to and you've been really the bridge through it all players and coaches I I don't mean to disparage them they come and go there's been a Rome again the broadcast booth up there all this time for generations when you think about your impact upon the fan base is that almost more important than anything else
3: yeah yeah definitely because yeah. And, and, because i'm a fan and I, I i like to keep that in mind all the time am i am i doing things that that i as a fan uh, would appreciate and, and uh, am i saying things that a fan would appreciate and and, and 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 am i saying things that that are not stupid so to speak you know <laughs> and, 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 it, and it can be so easy to get carried away that's it, that's so um you got to be so careful uh and um but uh, I've, I've i've been blessed i've had a lot of help i've had some good spotters and um uh, and um i've had um somebody's been watching over me for a long time because um they've kept me in the job they've kept me in, they've kept me in front of that microphone
6: for a long time before I put mark on the hot seat here in just a moment mr mm-hmm. and mrs benson the saints not only are renaming the control booth at the uh, at the superdome after you but also presenting you with a super bowl ring oh. um, part of this whole experience was that championship season and, and uh, to have that hardware is that is that something you're looking forward to?
3: Oh, you know it. Uh, uh, I, I know that. Uh, I know what it took to get the Super Bowl ring. You had to be a member of the team, <laughs> a player, a- an actual somebody who lettered, so to speak. Uh, so it, that that's quite an honor, and I am. I will be deeply grateful to the Bensons, and I will wear that ring carefully uh, and treasure it
6: for my lifetime. All right, Mark. It's your turn to carry on the family business. Nervous, emotional. Where does it stand right now? Oh, I'm
4: I'm just all ears and uh, learning at the the feet of my dad. It's just uh, it's it's um, uh, it's pretty daunting at this point. I'm just uh, thinking it uh, through. All of the the years that dad has put into this, uh, he taught he taught us uh, early on um, uh, that you have. Uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, listen a lot, s- speak as little as you need to speak, keep it, keep it short and sweet. And I think t- uh, to dad's um, lesson, less is more. He's he stuck to the facts. He sticks to the facts when he announces the games and, and that's where you need to be. Um, but uh, it's just a, a privilege to be uh, uh, in, the, uh, in the seat to, uh, to help dad uh, carry on the, the Roman legacy.
6: With his blessing, of course, are there any uh, signature calls or phrases that you'll be stealing from from this guy here?
4: I, it, it it'll be uh, very difficult to replicate. Um, we'll just let that come come as it uh, as it develops. But I, I think uh, there are probably a lot of Saints fans that are so used to a certain way certain names are, are called that uh, I don't want to light up the blogosphere with <laughs> with it with it by doing things wrong. So I'll just I'll just keep learning from Dad on that and uh, and do the best I can.
6: Those that I know that know both of you, saying the the resemblance between your two voices is striking. I'm sure you've heard that before.
4: Uh, it, it I'm, I've been blessed with uh, with Dad's uh, uh, Dad's uh, uh, patience and his ability to teach, and so uh, I'm I'll just do my best with that.
6: All right, so he got we got 44 some years out of Jerry Romick. How many how many years can we squeeze out of you? <laughs> Let's just take it,
4: take it a, a year at a time. I, uh, I, I hope just to do whatever I can do to help the Saints organization. And, uh, and Dad's the, the role model for all of us, so we'll, we'll do our best to, to keep that legacy going.
6: Congratulations. This just seems right.
4: Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to, to be able to be sitting here with Dad and to, and to pick it up. Um, so um, I appreciate the, um, the opportunity, and, and thanks for giving us the chance to speak to the fans.
6: Absolutely. Um, They'll get a chance to hear both of your voices, uh, I'm assuming here, as we roll into this new and very exciting season. Again, fans, don't forget Friday night, the 16th, the preseason game against the Raiders will be the final uh, curtain call for Jerry Romick. He'll also be honored in a pregame ceremony prior to the week one regular season game against that team up the road in Atlanta. We'll just leave them nameless at this point. But then uh, the son, Mark Roman, takes over. So... Gentlemen, appreciate the visit. We'll be looking forward to a a very um, uh, emotional but, I think, a celebratory night as we get ready for Friday night.
1: Thanks, guys, and what a moment it was on Friday night in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. When we come back, Sean cut up earlier this week with Fox 8's Jen Hale on the Black and Blue Report.
0: Hey there, what you having?
6: The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61 mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint. Along with the Saints we'll be on hand to cheer on participants and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com/saints. Punt,
0: pass, kick, and dunk.
6: Climb to the rim, alley dunk, Anthony Davis.
0: This is the Black and Blue Report.
1: This is the best of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Sallerson. Wednesday was a jam-packed show with Jerry Roming on, and Jen Hale also joined the show that day. Jennifer sat down with Sean to talk about the Saints and her role with the new Fox Sports 1 Network. Sean and Jen, take it away.
6: She is on staff at Fox 8 in New Orleans. She's a part of the newly formed Fox Sports 1 network. She's a sideline reporter and part of the network crews for Fox NFL football. Oh, and she's also uh, on the New Orleans Pelicans television broadcast. That's Jennifer Hale if you haven't figured it out by now. I, I'm wondering uh, how many hours in the day do you actually have to yourself anymore?
7: Jack of all trades, master of none, I guess. You know the great thing is I love sports, so I don't need a whole lot to myself because this is probably what I'd be doing anyway I love it it's a lot of fun and I get to hang out with guys like you what, what better job
6: well I, I would say that's pretty cool <laughs> but then I might be a little biased you know I, I think I think here in 2013 we finally gotten past the the women in sports casting being abnormal I know that sounds like a negative word but um, but but I'm curious though as you were coming up, there had to be somebody in the business that you looked up to that was leading you down the path that you've arrived at.
7: Oh, absolutely, and, and I think a lot of people are surprised, and a lot of females are surprised at how welcoming other females are. I think the outside perception is that it's a lot cattier than it really is. Because once you get in it, you realize how difficult it is, and just the outside pressure, the things that are said about you and that you have to overcome. Um, Susie Colbert uh, with ESPN, Laura Oakman from over at Fox Sports, and uh, Pam Oliver at Fox Sports were just phenomenal to me and and telling me what to expect, (laughs) giving me some advice on what to avoid and what to do, what not to do, and just kind of being there when, when, when things popped up because I do think it's, I don't think it's abnormal anymore, but I do think females still often, not always, but often fight a stereotype of, well, how did you get your job? Who are you dating? Or Not because of your merits or your work ethic or your talents, but because of some other reason. And I always encourage girls, young women, to be ready for that and not to be blindsided by it.
6: Do you think it helped your news background? Did you Do you think that that helped you to where you are now on the sports side by coming from that background?
7: Hugely, hugely. You know, I didn't really start doing sports full-time until I was 33. I did... Sideline for LSU just because I loved it on the side, but I did politics and and legal reporting, and for ten years. And I think covering governors, interviewing presidents and vice presidents, certainly that kind of took away the the, the starstruckness that, that I think some new sports journalists experience the first time they interview a Drew Brees or a Sean Payton or a Tom Brady. But I also think it helped develop that thick skin of. You know, you're used to people saying negative things, and and if your work backs up what you're saying, and if you do a good job, and if you live your life in a moral good way, then you have to blow that off. Easier said than done sometimes, though.
6: Probably. I'm anxious to see what Fox Sports 1 does with their launch this weekend. Um, Share with us, if you can, because I know that you've been involved in some meetings, and you're getting ready for your assignments with them. Uh, how they're going to go about doing this and take on that, that big thing up in Bristol, Connecticut.
7: Yeah, we're all so excited, Sean. We had our um, big seminar meetings out in L.A. two weeks ago, and gosh, Fox Sports 1 was all the buzz. Uh, it's a whole fresh approach. Fox Sports 1 wants to be different than ESPN the emphasis is on being fun and foxy uh, there's <laughs> there's actually a jar and any anybody who says Tim Tebow has to put $20 in it <laughs> we, we want to do new stories we want to do fresh stories um, on a 24-hour basis we don't want to recycle the same things we want to have edgy opinions and bring different thoughts to the discussion process not have the same old thing we've got people like Regis doing jobs uh, the crowd goes wild which is based out of New York we have a three-hour center esque type show Show um, that's going to air from a, t- 10 to 1 our time here in New Orleans uh, with the Sports Center guys from Canada, which I, I, I'm so curious to see how, how they are on the air. Uh, in, in person, they were absolutely hysterical. They've also brought in a lot of great talent. Scott Fujita from the Saints is joining Jay Glazer's show. Heath Evans is going to be one of our um, analysts for calling games. I just think it's going to be a lot of fun and something different. So I'm as excited as you are to see it Saturday.
6: All right, you've been covering Saints training camp since the start here, and um, and while we're running out of time here, I do want to ask you, as we get into preseason game number two this Friday, at least in your eyes, what is is storyline number one here in this particular week?
7: You know, I think we want to see a little bit of better offensive flow. Um, I do think Charles Brown has probably solidified that position of, of guarding Drew Brees' blindside, but but I think the competition for wide receiver is, is wide open with Joe Morgan being out now. So I think you're going to see a lot of guys trying to step up and prove themselves there, uh, the guys behind Marcus Colston and Lance Moore. You know, Luke McCown did a pretty darn good job last weekend and and I think he put some distance between himself and Seneca Wallace and Ryan Griffith of course we haven't seen Seneca yet so I'm looking for that second team to come in because obviously we hope Drew plays all season but you got to be prepared if he doesn't I want to see from Seneca you you know his shtick is kind of he's the athletic mobile quarterback certainly not an RG3 but something more along those lines it gives the Saints more of an option than just that pocket passer so I'm curious to see if he actually displays those skills in a game.
6: Good to see you. I'm glad you stopped by.
7: Love being with you anytime.
6: Jen Hale, everybody. Everybody knows Jen Hale. We'll have her on as much as we can, sure enough. Thanks, Jen.
1: Coming up next is an interview with Saints wide receiver Kenny Stills. You're listening to the best of the Black and Blue Report.
4: This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Cane's is fans' best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers made fresh daily cane sauce. And a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Touchdown Saints! Raising Cane's, official
2: chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice actually what you may like the most is yes we have a location near you expertise and convenience great reasons to choose an auctioner primary care physician to find one near you Visit auctioner.org or call 1 866 auctioner. That's O C H S N E R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind.
8: Orleans Saints fans. Show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three scenes. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase
0: elegance.com and neworleanssaints.com your first stop when following your teams
1: I hope everyone is enjoying their weekend wherever you may be and thanks for making this show a part of your day we stay with the saints for our next interview as saints wide receiver Kenny Stills sat down with Sean Kelly last Monday
6: We've been talking a lot about Kenny Stills and now we finally get him on the program get to talk to him and the first thing I got to ask you is you've been a part of two of the most unique chants and football history. Boomer, Sooner, and now Houdat. I don't think there's many
9: that have been a part of both. No. uh, You know, me and and Curtis Laughlin and I, uh, you know, have that special bond, and uh, it's great. It's great to be here. I'm I'm happy. I'm blessed. Bob Stoops and Sean Payton. (coughs) Compare and contrast playing for each of those guys. Uh, It's a little bit of the same. I mean, they're both very fiery coaches, uh, very smart, and, uh, you know, lead their teams, you know, the right way, and, and, you know, a lot of people look up to them, so... um, You know it's great i've had a a really great opportunity to you know play for both of them
6: when did it hit you friday that you were stepping onto the nfl stage
9: um i would say during the national anthem that was the first time i think i've been on the field to hear the national anthem so um or the star single banner and just just to hear it you know and be able to stand there and close my eyes and pray you know it was the first time for me and uh, that's when i kind of realized that you know my dreams were coming true were you nervous Uh, I would say it's a little bit of, you know, nervous and excitement uh, just to get out there and want to make plays, want to prove yourself, um, you know, to your teammates and lots of the coaches. And, uh, you know, it was different for me just because I was out there with the ones. So um, it was a different situation, but just more excited than anything.
6: There's been some time now since the game. I know you've thought about it. I know you've watched film. So now how would you evaluate your your
9: performance the other night? The same, Um, you know, a, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, more bad than good. And, um, you know, it's just some of those young, young, bull mistakes, I, I call them, you know, just being too excited, um, you know, not having my eyes in the right place, not finishing some catches, um, you know, just just those things, those first game jitters. So I'm happy it's behind me, and, and uh, I'm excited to get back out here and work. What's your quarterback been telling you here over the last couple of days as far as continuing your growth? Just to continue to work. Um, you know, it's great, you know, having Drew uh, just... After practice, knowing you know he's going to want to work with me after you know offensive and defensive meetings, you know sitting in the, receiver, in the quarterback room with him, um, you know he's, he's doing everything he can to make sure I'm prepared, and I'm doing everything I can to make sure I'm prepared.
6: Do you feel like you're in a position battle? I mean, because we've been talking about that the fact that the the number three receiver spot has been open, so there seems to be some juking and jiving trying to get that spot. Do you feel like you're in a in a in a competition?
9: Yeah, I mean you know every day when we come out here. You know, we've got so many guys, and we're only keeping so many guys, mm-hmm. so I kind of know that, and um, I just think about doing my job. You know, that's all I can do. I'm not in any control of, you know, who they keep and who's starting and who's not. I've just come out here from day one and, you know, done what the coaches have taught me to do and told me to do and know the playbook, and, um, you know, I've, I've got this opportunity, and I'm trying to do the most, you know, if I can to, to continue to be out there and be that guy.
6: You seem relaxed about it. I think some guys in that situation might see as a, a ball dropped as a really like a big event or moment. You seem to be pretty steady through this whole thing.
9: Um, you know, I, I take dropping balls pretty serious. So it's, it's something that's serious to me. And I, I wouldn't say that I kind of, you know, push it under the rug. But, um, you know, I've, I felt like I've been waiting for this opportunity my whole life and something that, um, you know, I've dreamed about. So I know that I have to relax and go out there and just do my job and, and let the, let the game come to me.
6: You come from a big football school. Guys like Andy Tanner come from schools that most people have never even heard from. Is there an advantage to playing at a at a large football school like OU, or do you find that there's really a wash when you get to the NFL?
9: Um, you know, I wouldn't say we have. I wouldn't say there's an advantage, but just I mean, there's some things that we're used to. You know, playing in front of a huge crowd. We played in front of 85,000. You know, every every Saturday, always sold out. Um, a lot of big games. You know, you come from a college program where every game you must win if you want to go to national championship. So uh, that's an advantage. But I mean, I'm, Everybody responds to the game differently, so you never really know. And um, you know, I, was, I still made some mistakes on, on Friday. You know, and Andy did make some, some mistakes. So it just it just depends.
6: All right. Last thing for maybe the camp will break at the end of the week. Be honest, are you ready to be done with living in a team hotel?
9: <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. It. I've been in a hotel now since uh, like January, since we got out of school. So combine training. Um, all the way till now. So I don't mind the hotel. I don't mind somebody uh, coming in and making my bed every day. Kenny, it's good to meet you. Thanks for the visit. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks, guys. I'll wrap things up and get you set for another exciting week of the Black and Blue Report right after these messages. Somewhere in a town like the one you're in, there is a person like you headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts. Like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 50/51 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. It's finally here, Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8 15 13. To play without purchase, submit your name, email address, and age to Music First Game, PO Box 753 726, El Paso, Texas 88575.
8: Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly.
1: AB
3: St. Louis, Missouri.
8: Hey, New Orleans Saints fans. Show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second-chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 diverges.
5: Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features, plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today.
0: Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days.
1: Well, that will do it for this weekend's show. Thanks again to Jerry Romig, Jennifer Hale, and Kenny Stills for joining the program. Also, big thanks to Sean Kelly for conducting those great interviews. Hey, Saints fans, there is now another way you can listen to the Black and Blue Report. Go ahead and download the New Orleans Saints app on your iPhone or Android phone for breaking news, real-time statistics, video on-demand clips at press conferences, Photo galleries and much, much more. You can also download any of our shows on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can tweet us Black Blue Report or tweet Sean Kelly at Sean Kelly Live. That's S E A N K E L L E Y L I V E. Plus, you can tweet me with tons of compliments at D Salarson Next week on the show, we'll recap Friday night's preseason game against the Raiders and preview next week's game against the Houston Texans. Thanks for listening to the best of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson, and in the words of my friend Sean Kelly, so long for just a while.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com.